A visit from Will Dilg and scenes from our mighty Mississippi. is a magical song and storytelling extravaganza, visual imagery, and of various ways to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Upper Mississippi National Wildlife and Fish Refuge. Uh, Stephen Marking is the guy who will be putting on that presentation at the Pump House, and I uh, thought you would be interested in attending. Stephen, thank you very much for talking with me. I, I really appreciate it because I love historic stuff. But i got to ask you, this isn't really history, I don't think, but why is it wildlife and fish refuge aren't fish part of the wildlife well i guess it's more of a perception uh Ah. we tend to think of wildlife as stuff that we see on the land and in the air okay all right but yeah that makes sense always distinguish between the two all right so it should be wildlife and fish and turtles and snakes and everybody else that's either on the land or in the sea yeah but you know that title that title, Upper Mississippi River National Wildlife and Fish Refuge, you can only say it once. You're and telling. you got to yeah. use the acronym after that. Right. Too long. That's You're absolutely right. Uh, a visit from Will Dig. Will you become Will Dig at this presentation? Yeah, he's got a little L in there before the G, and I will be Will Dilg at this oh, presentation. Okay. He's coming back 100 years later uh, after uh, his his glory time to uh, to tell his story and to tell the story of reclamation and how we got to where we are this present day. And then he goes on to tell us what we need to do in this next century. Is it getting, are, are we protecting properly wildlife and fish refuge? Or, you know, always worry about people who don't have a connection to history, don't care, and uh, and aren't doing the right thing, quote-unquote? Well, uh, this was actually the kickoff of our modern conservation movement a century ago, and I like to say that we have we've preserved pretty well. You know, we've made great strides in preserving wildlife, but we haven't done nearly enough to restore, and that's what DILG was all about, is restoring the wild places the glories that they once were so uh, planting trees and shrubs and and uh the wild rice in uh, areas where fish will gather uh, certain times of the year or birds will gather certain times of the year we need to do more of that well uh actually more we don't need to plant anything on the refuge it's doing just fine on is its it? own okay but yes trees on the island what we really need to do is take care of the land because the river is a product of the land and our river will never be healthy unless we stop all the nitrogen and phosphorus and sediment from going into the river which is an uh, an unnatural process that we've created so taking care of the land is number one and then creating diversity out on the river the locks and dams went in back in the 30s and they created these giant pools and these pools are filling up from all the sediment from our farms. And so they're becoming giant monocultures, huge swamps instead of what we called lakes. Sorry. Nope. nope, that's all right. You're allowed. You're allowed to be busy. I totally get it. Wouldn't have even noticed. Wouldn't no, have that even... means my oatmeal's done. <laughs> uh, so, so what we need to do is create that diversity, keep the diversity going. So on the river, our projects, as opposed to on land, 
is really about taking care of the, the islands, building new islands, and creating deep areas for the fish. And then the whole life cycle benefits if, once you have the, the fish and, and the diversity out there. Cool. So anytime you hear of efforts of uh, dredging one pool or one area or another, that is in an effort to uh, improve the habitat for whoever lives under the surface of the water in that area. Yeah, dredging uh, can create a temporary disturbance that that ha- can have a, a short negative effect, you know, when you stir everything up. But uh, my friend John Sullivan, uh, water quality specialist, retired from DNR, lives right there in La Crosse, he yep. documented when they took all that fill out to make Highway 53 back in the, oh, the sure. 80s. Yep. Our, he, he documented our game fish went up in size and number. Our rough fish went down simply by creating deep spots in Lake Onalaska. And all of a sudden, at our fishing derby, we were get. I had a. I took a picture of a kid with a five-pound bass, five and a quarter pound, and he did not make the top four, top three. <laughs> he was number four. Wow! So there was four four bass caught over five pounds at one of our fishing derbies. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the dredging. It uh, it really improved the habitat just by giving uh, the fish some deep places. And, of course, when the fish benefit, then all the herons, egrets, birds, ducks, everything benefits. And uh, fishing tournaments, everybody benefits. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, because that's, you know, the, the fishermen want to come here to catch and release, and that brings them and their family and support crew and uh, uh, supports tourism, and uh, they do good things for the river as well, don't they? Yes, they do. They do. So these projects are really important. They've been few and far between off of the navigation channel. Of course, they have to keep the navigation channel dredged, um, and so that's going all the time. But getting getting the Corps of Engineers to come into our backwaters and improve habitat uh, has been a real struggle. Uh, it started in 1986 when, uh, when Congress passed a bill proclaiming this Upper Mississippi River a nationally significant ecosystem and a nationally significant navigation system. So they got to play nice with each other, and, uh, and, a, and a certain do, amount of funds needs to go towards habitat improvement. Do they play nice with each other? Can both exist without being grumpy? Well, not without some watchdogs. Yeah. Uh, watchdog groups like... Uh, well, the Isaac Walton League is a national group, all the way down to little groups like our Bryce Prairie Conservation Club sure. and all of the things in between. Uh, we need to really keep our eyes open and and see what's being planned and and keep keep voicing our opinions so that these projects come off and actually benefit wildlife instead of just moving some fill into the backwaters sure. because they don't have any room to put it. A visit from Will Dig and scenes from our mighty Mississippi being presented at the Pump House next Friday and Saturday, the 22nd and 23rd. Tickets are available at the Pump House, of course, and I'm sure, Stephen Marking, everybody that will be in attendance will be amazed at the information you can share with them and remind them of and enjoying the songs and storytelling and 
and the visual imagery. It's, it'll be a, a sold-out performances both nights, I'm sure. Thank you very much yeah. for talking with me this morning. Thank you.